It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Elliot from Kansas City, where the birds beat the freaking Chiefs. Suck it, Andy. Sorry. No, look, not, we still need to win the biggest one for it to really be full revenge. But Elliot... What a free, what a gutsy freaking win, man! What a, they were down ten at halftime in Arrowhead freaking stadium against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they freaking won, man! What what a win! How you doing, pal? So I'm I'm sitting here in Kansas City in the hotel, and I still can't believe they won that game. But it's offensive to them that I'm saying I can't believe they won that game. Like <laughs> I didn't. I didn't <laughs> I didn't pick them to win. Obviously, we'll get into you know all that in my prediction, but like. Dude, at what point, and I'm talking to myself here, at what point is it just foolish to ever pick them to lose? <laughs> like, ever. I, I mean, seriously, I was looking it up last night, and we, we, you know, we go over this every pod, but I think as long as they're on this historic run, it's the only way to do it. Like, if you can go into Kansas City against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, be down 10 at halftime, have 69 yards passing at halftime, have, like, you know, barely moving the ball. I think at one point they had more sacks allowed than completions, and win that game. Where can't you win? Where can't you go and win? Of course they can go to Dallas and win. Like all this high it's going to be a tough game. They can absolutely go into Dallas and win. Of course they'll win in the playoffs. Like nothing should be taken for granted. I completely understand that. But if you can win that game, like that is the definition of a big boy championship caliber <laughs> type win. I mean, seriously, they, like I know the NFL has changed a lot and the way that wins look, look very different. But last night, like that was like watching a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, early 2000s, like defensive struggle both guys making of plays it's cold in new england two best quarterbacks two best teams like last night was last night was something we will be talking about remembering for a really long time for tons of reasons probably because it features two hall of fame quarterbacks but another reason is because these are the two best quarterbacks in the nfl the two best teams battling it out prime time monday night and they won like to win that game is just absolutely absurd 
But what's the most absurd part is it should be expected because that's literally all this team does. So as I sit in Kansas City and look out downtown, lots of sad Chiefs fans as I went to get coffee this morning. But what a uh, what a freaking win. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it feels crazy to say it, but that was legitimately one of the great regular season wins of our lifetime, Elliot. When you Without take, question. Yeah, when you yeah. take into account the opponent, the situation, the way the game played out, you know, they don't get that much bigger and that much better, especially with the stakes involved. They're now 9-1. I mean, it was really an important win just for this season, but, you know, obviously after the Super Bowl last year. And again, you know, that's the thing with this team this year. And, we've, you know, it's been kind of the theme of the season is this, you know, well, they're winning ugly or, you know, they haven't really. Even the funny thing is even and they win last night and every single player to man, like even Jason Kelsey seemed upset that they won because of how disappointed he was with the offensive showing. Yeah. Jalen, after every game, he says, you know, every every single game. Well, the great thing is we won and we haven't played close to our best game. And yet they just they just freaking win every time you put it out his last 30 games Jalen Hurts is 27 and 3 Tucker Bagley our producer put put it out again for the last 29 weeks 29 weeks of NFL football the Eagles have had the best record in the NFL Uh, Jalen Hurts has won seven straight games while trailing by 10 or more points that's the most uh, by any QB since the stat was tracked I mean, it's just like one after the other after the other. These these numbers, these stats, I mean, these these things are they're, they're, it's mind blowing, Elliot. I mean, I was thinking about this walking this morning when I was getting like coffee and breakfast sandwich. Had they won the Super Bowl, and I know they did not, obviously, but had they, I think this would be the lead of Sports Center every day. Like to like to do what they're doing right now. Had they won that Super Bowl, had they uh, you know finished those final five minutes. I think we'd be talking about this as one of the greatest sports accomplishments we've seen in any sport. Like to go 27 and three in 30 NFL games is unheard of. Like the NFL more than any other sport is built on parity. The rules, we, we talk so much about how the rules in the NFL lean offense and how, and how it should be easy to score because that's what the NFL wants. The NFL does not want this to be able to happen. They make it easy to, to <laughs> especially turn right now, dude. Parody because, if parody's so so aggressive right, right now. And what's crazy is like the parody is impressive, but at the same time, the Eagles have been far and away the best team. Like the, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year, and I think you can make an argument the Eagles have been a better team over the last you know year and eleven weeks or whatever it is. So I just you know. To go and win that game, and I know I'm a big defense doesn't matter guy, and I'm gonna eat a lot of crow today for a lot of different things. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of a lot of Elliot taking an L. I mean, you were a, you were taking team. it from head coach last night, Sirianni shouting you out. Just, should we just get into that now? Should sure. I just tell the, yeah. The whole story now? Let's let's dive into it all because uh, for those Elliot is about to get on a plane, so this will be a little bit tighter than we want. So we're gonna try to get to as much as we can. We'll, we'll pot again later in the week at some point, Thanksgiving week, obviously. Um, and of course, our Saturday show and all that. But yeah, let's just dive right into it. Let's start with with uh, you were wrong. I would also like to really thank you. And and I'm, this is on behalf of I'm just going to say everyone on Twitter for the uh, yeah. the uh, not only the loss, but you putting out the uh, I w- uh, ESP was wrong. Taylor Swift <laughs> bracelet meme that yeah. I feel I am going to see on Twitter for the next decade of my life, Elliot. Um, yeah, lay it out, buddy. So we get, yeah, the, the, that meme is going to live in my mansion. <laughs> Dude, for, the, for the first thing yeah. I thought uh, when I saw it is I was like, this was a very magnanimous move by you because this will come back on yeah. you. 
A hundred percent. So, so we're, um, walking, so we're in the hallway and by the way, the chiefs have the most silly hallway I've ever seen in my life. Like it's the smallest hallway, the equipment's going through there. The Eagles players are going through there and the chiefs players are going. So weird. We're standing in the middle. We're yeah, it's well, the chief stadium is really old, but so we're, we're standing in the middle of it. And at like, so it's me and all the other beat reporters are like waiting to get in the locker room. And uh, Sirianni walks out of his office or like his, you know, coach's office at the other end of the hallway. He's probably about 30 feet away, I would say. And he's like, hey, Elliot. And I'm like, who could this be? I turn around. <laughs> it's Nick. He's like, he's like, nice effing prediction. Who's the better head coach? <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he goes, he was, he was like, better quarterback head coach duo, huh? Oh, and my like, God, dude. He's like a he, WIP like, caller. Like, it's amazing. He's like, don't let him on the plane. But um, but it was I can't, real, dude, like, real quick. Stop for a sec. That's the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles doing that. Like, I know it's wild, man. He is. He is well, so Brandon, Philly. It hurts. Yeah. Brandon Graham let me have it in the locker room, too. Like, he, the, I, I think the Eagles players saw that I picked them to lose. But, <laughs> but here's what I would say. Like, like we've talked about this on the pod and I've said, like, how much I think Sirianni reminds me of you. But like. I just can't stress enough to people that as happy as Eagles fans were last night, and they were obviously very happy, like clearly. And I know Nick will never truly feel it because he didn't grow up an Eagles fan. He didn't grow up in Philly. But man, I've never covered a head coach in any sport that I think is the closest to feeling how fans feel after that kind of win. Like, that's the head coach of the Eagles. And like, I love him to be clear. Like, <laughs> he's like, so great. I, like, just See ya as he's running yeah. off the field. See ya. <laughs> It's amazing. Like, and and I just want to make this clear to anybody listening that's going to be like, oh, you shouldn't. No, Nick should absolutely be doing that. He should like he came like it is all in good fun. I love that he did it. I talk about his job. He should be able to rip me back. But like what what really is amazing about that moment is like the Eagles have a head coach right now that I think if he wasn't coaching the Eagles would like a WIP call. <laughs> like like if if. Like the people listen to this pod that call on the WIP, like, like he loves football, man. And like, he loves talking about it and he loves like the trash talk part of it and the competitiveness of it. And you see him on the sideline. And like, for as much as we say that Jalen's personality is kind of the personality of the team. And I think in a lot of ways it is, I do think and Jalen's really competitive too, but I think last night, like you saw some of the Sirianni personality in this team too. Like, I, I just think we underestimate how much Johnny is a competitive edge to this team number one but also like competitive spirit like we laugh about the dog mentality thing and i was thinking about this this last night you remember back in 2021 when they lost to the chargers at home and someone threw flowers at syria sure do. He was walking off of course the yeah they've gone like 32 and 7 since that <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> like like <laughs> like it, you know like we'll talk about jalen mvp and this team and all that like Sirianni not being favored for head coach of the year. And there's a lot of great head coaches here, like Dan Campbell, all those things. Like he should have won it last year. I mean, he gets criminally underrated. So I love the trash talk. And he's right. Like, look, Andy and Mahomes have accomplished a lot as a head coach. But is there a better head coach quarterback duo in the NFL right now than Sirianni and Hurts? Like at, at most, it's the, it's the duo they just beat last night. Yeah, it's the it's that they're they're the only duo you can put up against them right now and and say it with a straight face. And look, that's you can it. and yeah. you can say Andy and Pat still have it because they won the Super Bowl and this was a regular season game, and that's fine. But I think in terms of what just pure accomplishment over the last year and a half, you know, <laughs> the numbers don't lie. It's just hard to argue with what we've seen from these two guys. And yeah. to your point, um, the Sirianni thing and just the combo of those two guys. 
I absolutely think this team, the toughness, the competitiveness, the the resiliency that this team shows, that absolutely stems from the top, and it stems from the messages that they send and and the way they go about their business. and the, And I, I think that's easy to follow those guys. And you know, it's like Nick, I like. I would be yelling, see you too. Like, that would be me. I'd be like, see ya! Ha-ha! Like, I, I just, I, I feel myself in Nick so, so, so much, dude. It's- and there was a, uh, there, there was a clip. So when Mark, uh, when Valdez Scantlin dropped that touchdown. And like, look, he dropped it. Like, no he doubt. was open. They made the play. He dropped it. There's a clip of Nick on the sideline doing like an incomplete sign, you know? And like, <laughs> I don't know fun cornerbacks when you have when they do that thing where they like whack you know Jalen used to wag the finger when or Jalen Mills when there was like an incomplete pass but I think you need that attitude in the NFL like this Eagles team played horrendous for the first half on offense and like they weren't great in the second half but the ability to play so poorly like man this is my team like that takes a special type of mentality and you saw that last night like no t- all right here's a stat for you James you ready mm-hmm. in 58 home games that Patrick Mahomes has played in his career. He has never, not once, not in 58 games, not his time, been shut out in the half and lost. Not once. Nobody's done with the Eagles last night. To play so poorly last night in the first half and then, then do something. That's the attitude it takes to, like, finger-wagging after an incomplete and to beat Jalen and have that competitiveness. Like, like that's what it takes. So it's just, I mean, it was a, you said it, but, like, it's a historic win last night. It was an absolutely historic win. Yeah, it really was. It was, uh, again, one of the great regular season wins of our lifetime. Joe DeCamera said that this morning, and he's Mr., you know, Eagles history and where it ranks and all that type of stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it, it really was, man. It was a really, really special night. Uh, let, let's get some specifics and stuff. Cause I know you don't have a ton of time before you got to get out and playing and all that stuff. And again, I apologize to everyone. I know the audio is not perfect. We're trying to get this in before Elliot leaves and he was not able to be on a microphone and all that, but we're doing our best. Um, all right. I want to start at the top cause you mentioned Sirianni and I think he deserves a ton of credit. And I think the story of this game, when, especially when you compare it to the Super Bowl, you know, obviously the inverse, you tweeted at halftime, the Eagles were down or up 10 at the Super Bowl, end up losing. This is the exact opposite, down 10 at halftime and end up winning the game. And, and I think it was so similar in that when you look back at the Super Bowl, they're up 10 at halftime, they're riding high. And then what happens? Andy Reid comes out and coaches the pants off of the Philadelphia Eagles. And for the first half last night, it looked like the exact same thing, Elliot. And this time, this yeah. time, at halftime, Nick Sirianni and Sean freaking Desai, man. Sean freaking Desai went in there and made changes, made adjustments, was dialing it up. What was it? Like the last four plays just brought the house every single time on Mahomes. And obviously players played better in the second half. But for a coaching staff, and obviously Desai wasn't part of it in the Super Bowl, but for a coaching staff to get have gotten their, their, their pants coached off like they did in the Super Bowl the way it happened, and for it to start out the way it did last night, the way they bounced back, I thought, for me, that was the story of the game last night was the coaching. Look, I've always said only a great defensive coordinator can shut down great quarterbacks, right? That's what I've always said. <laughs> I've never been a, I've never been a guy that's like, you know, so it's easy to like, yeah. But but look, last last night was was unbelievable. It's like I said, I mean, Mahomes forget the like has only ever has never won in the second half and been shut out. He's only ever been shut out in the halftime of a game ever three times at home. Like like so to do what they did and to make the adjustments 
performance they did. Yeah, he deserves all the credit in the world, Sean decided. And the players do too, like Hassan Reddick setting the tone early on. In the second half, will get a lot of attention. And 17 points is probably too much in the first half. But the Chiefs had a lot of possessions because the Eagles kept turning the ball over. I think they, they had eight possessions or punting it away. Like the Eagles had or the Chiefs had eight possessions, I think, in the first half, and they only got a touchdown on two of them. Like, that's a win against Patrick Mahomes. If he gets the ball eight times and only scores twice, you take that win. So the first half, they were really good. The second half, they were really good. Kevin Byard, man, that interception was absolutely huge. Like, that's why you trade for Kevin Byard, because that was a veteran interception. Sat there, looked back, baited Mahomes into making the throw, jumped on it and made the play. And then Bradley Roby, man, like, to make that, I mean, the the, the Eagles lose the game without that Bradley Roby. Probably. Play. Like, flat out. Like, Probably. Like, the, 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 the Chiefs were going in. I mean, they were probably going to score. And I guess... You if know, they could have held him to a field goal, I don't think the game is necessarily over, but it could have been. I mean, now... And and I yeah. don't think I've ever seen... I've seen a million guys punch at balls and punch balls out. I don't think I've ever seen a more perfect punch by a defender. I don't think I've ever seen someone, like, really so squarely just put their fist right on the ball and pop it out like that. That was heads up football. I mean, so the Eagles and the auditorium have this poster with, like, it shows how to make turnovers. And they have like you know pictures of players doing different things. That will be the new picture for punching the ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, like it was absurd. It was the cleanest thing I've ever seen. It was like it should be. It'll be on a teaching video for Nick. And yeah, I mean, look. And here I go doubting the team again, saying they would have lost if they were there. <laughs> like, like they probably would have just won anyway. But but it was yeah. I mean, it was a massive play. And like, look, Bayard hasn't had the best start to his time with the Eagles. But think about Bayard and Bradley Roby were acquired for a veteran minimum salary, a fifth and a sixth round pick, and they just made two turnovers on the road in Kansas City on Monday Night Football. And Bayard stuck with Kelsey the whole second half. I mean, yeah. we talk about what. And, and granted, Kelsey did fumble the ball. Kelsey did drop that ball towards the end. But just part have of to wonder if he's distracted by Taylor. Yeah, well, I'm not kidding, yeah. man. You know, he was in Argentina yeah. over the break. But look, Bayard, <laughs> Bayard was a part of that. Bayard defended him really well yesterday. I mean, that was, and you talked about that. That was something you talked about on all the WIP yeah. show getting in. You're like, look, this guy's played Travis Kelsey a bunch. This is part of the reason you went and get him. Like, he knows how to defend Kelsey. He's your guy. And man, uh, the first time, I think a lot of people were really excited Kevin Bayard was an Eagle last night. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I. You know, Slay had some plays where you didn't play, obviously, like, didn't go great. But overall, I mean, I don't think I can look at anyone on the defense and be like, not, you know, didn't have a great game when you hold them to 17 points and shut them out in the second half. The defensive line, like, like I said, Reddick with the sweat, uh, with the sack, Sweat had a big play. How about that Jalen Carter play? Dude, he dude, he <laughs> almost got it. He almost, he almost got, got it. Yeah. And J- I mean, Jalen Carter, it is wild when you're watching the game. And Daniel Jeremiah tweeted, Daniel Jeremiah tweeted during the game, Jalen Carter gets held on every play. And it it's actually wild because you could see it. Like, he yeah. he beats his guy almost every play. Like, the one play they tackled him and they didn't call it. He is. he. There's another clip uh, floating around. I didn't catch it in the moment where he literally just bulldozes Joel Tooney to the ground. Joel Tooney, like a pro ball, all pro type yeah. uh, guard, and literally just bulls him over. Like, Jalen Carter is... Is something else, man. He is something. He's well, different. Well, to your point, like that's maybe the best interior line in the NFL. Like, like if it's not the best, it I think it might be. There. It like, might be the best. Like, it's up there. Have, yeah, Pro Bowl center, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl guards. Like, I mean, yeah, I think they, All Pro yeah, wasn't Humphrey the All Pro second team All Pro last year after Kelsey. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, Carter was outstanding. Like, the defensive line. Milton I mean, Williams, they, they all, before they all, he got hurt, was fan-freaking-tastic last night. That guy yep. played a great football game. Fletcher Cox was flying around. Obviously, he had the missed tackle at the end. And the just, I, I look, the penalty, the yeah. penal, whatever. I, I, I shouldn't be surprised. They, I, we know they're going to call this stuff, but it, it will never not be frustrating to see something like that get called, whatever. But, yeah, I thought the D-line showed up, man. They, they were great. And, and let me – I want to say this about the uh, uh, Marquise Valdez-Scantling drop drop in the uh, in the end zone. Like, he got behind the defense. It was a bad snap for the defense. He should have caught the ball. But, like, this is what we go th- – This is we have this – not me and you, but we always have this debate after the Eagles win a game where it's like, well, they got lucky because of this. They got lucky because of that. Like, the Chiefs don't have good wide receivers. The Eagles are a better team than the Chiefs because the Chiefs – don't have good wide receivers. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, like what a fluke. He dropped that ball. The Chiefs are second in the league in drops coming into the game. Like this is what they do. So it wasn't really luck. Like you could argue, sure, he like there is a, an element of luck to it. But the Chiefs do that. Like the, like the Eagles ran all over the Chiefs last night. Nobody's like that was luck. The Chiefs are bad at, at stopping the run. So that's just what the Chiefs do. The Chiefs receivers drop the ball. Like again, second in the league going into the game. So I, I – I understand the luck element, but I really don't want to hear anybody be like they were lucky to win that game or like they were lucky you dropped that ball because it's not luck. It's 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 roster construction by Andy Reid and that team to have that be the guy. I mean, like Devontae catches that ball. AJ catches that ball. No like Julio Jones probably catches that ball. So like the yeah, Julio deserve- just doesn't get the open deep like that. But yes. Oh yes, but like the the Chiefs deserve blame for the fact that no that doubt. ball was dropped. No, it's a yeah. great it's a great point. All right. Um also, look, the Chiefs deserve blame for for things like Andy Reid punting at this on the Eagles oh, thirty nine and fourth and four. And that was, yeah. I mean, that was that was shocking. There was not a single. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Eagles fan watching that game who wasn't like, oh, you're punting? That's amazing. Thank you, Andy. This is yep. great. I can't believe it. I thought you were going to go for it and get it. Um, all right, let, let's switch the offense because I know you don't have a ton of time. And uh, I do. And one other thing with the defense also, just a great job. I think I think this is probably more uh, player-driven than scheme-driven. But, but getting gashed, gashed in the first half on the run, both uh, Pacheco and, I mean, even Edwards Hilaire, but also Mahomes, and really yeah. just tighten it up in the second half. Just to, from, from the first half to the second half, the way they adjusted and just the way they played, really, really, really outsta- outstanding, outstanding performance. 17 points against Patrick Mahomes and Arrowhead, and it all came in the first half. Like, all you could do is say, hell yeah, like, awesome job. Let's get to the offense. Because obviously, I mean, the first half was disastrous from an offensive perspective. They, they had one yeah, drive. Horrendous. They had one drive, and they got the seven points and obviously fell apart at the end of the half as well. Jalen, um, you know, it was a rough half for him. And, I, I look, I blame the pass blocking more than anything in that first half. The pass blocking was abysmal. But Jalen wasn't great. No one was really good in that first half. And, and man, you know what? They come out in the second half, and, and they start with that three and out with – and, look, and he got – and they win the game. I, I did think, and I, I, I'm with you that I think Brian Johnson has gotten more heat this year than he has deserved. I thought he was horrible last night. I thought Brian Johnson was was a borderline disaster at times last night. I mean, the three straight run plays to start the second half there I thought was 
was borderline malpractice. I mean, the the third and one uh, handoff to Swift where they ended up having to punt on fourth and four instead of just running two tush pushes there if you have to. I mean, there were so many spots where it was like, what the, what the bleep are you doing? Like, what is happening right now? But ultimately, man, Jalen checks out of a play at the right time, makes a great throw. Devontae makes a great catch. They make just enough plays. DeAndre Swift was freaking awesome. And they and they just they just find a way, Elliot. Against a really, really, really good Chiefs defense. Well, and that's part of it. So in the first half, I don't think I've ever seen the Eagles. Well, there's probably been some years, like 2020. But when the Eagles' offensive line is good, I don't think I've ever seen them get dominated. They did like me that. too. And it was a and it was a combination of like physical and mental. Like they looked lost at some point. Like they looked like they didn't know what they were looking at. And you almost never ever see that from a Jeff Stoutland offensive line. So while Jalen was not good in the first half and the interception looked like it was a miscommunication between him and AJ, like I put the first half on the offensive line. Me too. And, and to the Brian to the Brian Johnson thing, I, I'm not even saying Brian Johnson's been good this year, but I just I just when people blame him, like Sirianni deserves blame for that. Agree. Too. Like he is Agree. The, offensive head coach so no doubt the thing i didn't the thing i didn't like is all these like dumb wide receiver screens that they keep doing totally. like i think it was maybe third and seven and seven even they throw it to Julio on a screen and like he has no separation and yeah so they I did just, it like three straight plays yeah, I mean, and and joe was like well that's because they didn't trust their offensive line and that's fine that's a good argument but they throw a slant to aj like do something like quick ball yeah. like do what eric b enemy did to us like run that against the chiefs then or something similar yeah, and, and, and to your point, though, I will say this. Like, when the Eagles were getting dominated in the first half on offense, I do think, like, some context is needed there just in the way that the Chiefs are maybe the best defense in the NFL. They're really not, like, good, top, man. You know, Elliot, they're uh, watching them in the first half last night, it felt like it was the best defense we faced in a long time. That's what I was thinking last night in the first half. Yeah, and, like, I do think there's something to the fact, like, the Jets have a great defense, but their quarterback is horrendous, so it's just not as intimidating. Like, there, there is something about that Chiefs defense in Arrowhead when Mahomes is on the sideline that I think is probably the defense I'd least want to face. So, while it was definitely, like, a bad performance by the offense, I do think it's one of those instances, too, where you have to tip your cap a little bit and say they're dealing. Like, it wasn't like they were playing horribly. It was, like, a combination of them playing bad and the Chiefs' uh, defense being outstanding but yeah i've never seen the offense look as bad as they as they did in the the first half but like another part of this is while he did have the interception like another good example of jalen not letting the game snowball on totally. you know like it would have been easy to get frustrated throw the ball up like try to play hero ball but really the only interception he had in turnover he had was because of a miscommunication like you could kind of blame aj on that i think you could blame so, you, you there's no way if so you couldn't see the broadcast you were watching you were live troy yeah. aikman was basically like, this is not Jalen's fault. He's like, yeah. listen, he's like, you can't see that he's doing that. He's got his arm up telling you he's going deep. Like, there are defenders in between you. Like, it's really hard to see what AJ was doing. Jalen threw the route that was called. So, you yeah. know, I, I yeah. think, I, look, you, you, it's, a, it's a pick. It's on the register. But I certainly think, you know, not... Not a bad one in the Jalen interception and, and if you do, register, whatever. You're if saying. you do have to have like one negative from the game, it would be you know the interception, the fumble that they picked up. Like they do put the ball in harm's way quite a bit, and you just have to hope that when they're playing in the Super Bowl, like the bounces go their way. But yeah, I mean, yeah, first half was red. The second half though, like AJ, I mean, sorry, um, Devonte, Jalen, yeah, Devonte, that catch, like Devontae really that drive, the cup, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Devonte, like. The dude gets open, and the dude finds yeah. spaces in defense in defenses, and you know he's just he's so he's such a safety blanket. Like he's just there. It feels like 
AJ is obviously, you know, the star and, you know, one of the two best receivers in football this year. But in terms of like, oh, you really have to get a third down conversion, I think Devontae might be that guy. You know what I mean? And and this is why there's absolutely no chance in hell the Eagles are going to let Devontae. Oh, dude, the li- <laughs> bet your life he'll be back. Bet your life. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, I just thought of this, but it's probably worth bringing up. Like, they didn't have Goddard last night. Yeah. Like, like remember I think last you year, felt they didn't have it. Goddard, the offense struggled in that first in that first game. So Yeah, especially I mean, considering the first half without Goddard, well. you're right. And then Calcaterra gets hurt, too. Um, right. Yeah, you know what? It's really funny, Elliot. We didn't. We barely mentioned that today, and that is something. This is the first game they played without Dallas Goddard this season. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not going to look super smooth, right? Especially because Goddard is so important, not just in the passing game, but in the run game as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. a great point. So, I, I, last thing I'll say on the offense is, like, there was in the first half, I think they ran the tush push. I mean, it was the beginning of the third, and they're, like, down 10, it's cold, it's rainy, and I'm thinking, like, man, they just – they don't seem as into the tush push. And then later in the game, they do it to take the lead or, you know, and it's, like – that play when when you're when you're losing that play must be horrendous to run you know like it's like you're getting beat up like blah, blah blah but you could just see like a difference in the team from like the halfway through the third on where they started to believe again that they could move the ball yeah like and no. it was well it well, was awesome to see well and you know what i think it was that preceded it and and a quick shout out we've got about 3 4 minutes left before we get out of here so a couple quick hitters but and shout out to Harry Roseman for for getting him and keeping him and and bringing him back and forth from the roster but Britton Covey's turned into a damn good yeah. punt returner, and that drive started with a nice punt return from him. I think he had three of them on the night. Like, he's damn good back there, Elliot. Yeah, he really is. I mean, look, we've always been Britton Covey fans, Obviously. right? So, like, we've yeah. – ob- yeah, no, he was awesome. Us and Merrill Reese, and that's it. Yeah, he said, no, in all seriousness, Merrill Reese – Shout out to Merrill. I said it on the radio like- today. We were talking about Britton Covey, and I'm like, shout out to Merrill. He knew. There is no bigger Britton Covey fan out there than Merrill. Um, also on offense, we're probably doing him a disservice by only getting to him now. But DeAndre Swift, yes. like he ran, he ran angry. He ran like he knew going into the game that he was going to be a big part of the offense. I think sometimes when Swift has a big game, you look and you're like, well, there's big holes. The offense no, it's a dying. great point. He was that, him. That was not the case. It was yeah, him. He, he, he had to fight for every single yard. Like he looked elusive. He looked strong. It looked like he was welcoming contact. Great vision, but, great cutting. I think he averaged almost seven yards a carry. Yeah. He yep. was awesome, Elliot. And and also that he had that big screen pass at the end too, where the wide receiver screens weren't working. We're like, stop throwing screens. Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, just throw one to Devontae, because that was awesome. And he is one of those guys who has the 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 juice, you know, when he gets going, he could take off. But he 100%. really, he really can stop on a dime cut. I mean, he has, he really does. You know, outside of not being gigantic, he's like everything you can want out of a running back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when he's at his best, he looks like he's a top five running back in the NFL. Like he is inconsistent. And this is a topic for another pod. But like when he's at his best, yeah, he looks like he, like, like you can see why he went in the first round or top of the second or whatever it was. All right, couple more quick hitters because you got to go. But real quick. Um, at least on TV, and, and this just adds more to the win and how impressive it was, Arrowhead's loud as hell, dude. Like, you could hear it on the TV. That, like, it felt like a real, and I know there were a lot of Eagles fans there, but that felt like a real, uh, a real, like, imposing environment to go and win a type of game like that. And it, for me, it felt even more impressive given the location. Yeah, I mean, not to mention, like, it was disgusting outside. Yeah, it was cold. We were really it was windy. About that. Yeah. It was raining. Like, 
Like, I, I, you know, I think the offense struggled for a lot of reasons the first half, but part of it could just be that it was just gross out. Like, so, I, yeah, I agree. I think the environment of the game last night adds to the win, for sure. All right, I got uh, some little stuff we'll get to later in the week. We'll get back. Elliot's got to get on a plane. Um, but, uh, uh, you know. What a win. What a win. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, I actually have a really random one. Isn't it crazy that we still lick envelopes to close them? What a great call by you. <laughs> this is This is great like, stuff. Wait, they do make ones where you can peel the thing off and just close it, but I can't believe that is not the standard go-to. It's absurd. I'm like I'm licking. So it's well, I'll say this: it's Kristen's birthday today. Shout out to Kristen. She was she was uh she was oh, at the game birthday, last night. Happy birthday, Kristen! Yeah, yeah. So obviously, so for you're a both card, November I birthdays. How about that? Well, it's funny, but me and Kristen's birthday both only have one and twos in it. Oh yeah, look at that. So, That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. What yeah. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> But I'm so I'm closing her card and I'm I'm licking the card and I'm like, what is this? Like, is this like the 80s? Like, this is absurd. I mean, we don't know what happened to, to George's wife on Seinfeld. So, you know, yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah. Make sure yeah. they're not low quality. Well, I, I'm I, know. I know I'm old now because I'm making Seinfeld references <laughs> on, on sports pods. I think it's a great so answer. A I think it's a great, yeah. a great final thought. Uh, my final thought, I'll make it quick. Uh, Zoe gives stars for things now. So uh, it appears that her scale is anywhere from four to 20 stars. Uh, so like, you know, we'll I like Mc that. You know, McDonald's. Oh, I, this McDonald's is great. I give it five stars. <laughs> so and then she'll do it for like anything. <laughs> she'll say like, uh, we'll be like, you know, hanging out or she'll be like, I give this day 10 stars. It's like, cool, Zoe. All right. Thanks. So I would like to end by saying Boy. Eagles win last night. 20 freaking stars, Elliot. That's what I think. Buddy. There you go. There you go. Because that's the, like that's it. the most like on the Zoe scale. I love that she scale. goes five stars. I love that she says five stars, and you would think like, oh, that's a great one. Yeah. But really, if it scales four to 20, yeah. it's not that great. Well, the funny so, thing is five can agreed. be very 20, good. A 20-star win last Yeah, night. it really depends on her mood. The funny thing is, though, I knew, I knew they were going to win last night because of her because I had to sign in on the ESPN on my Apple TV thing, and they give you a little code. And the code, the first three letters were Zoe, Z-O-E, and then the other stuff. She was oh, born. Wow. She was born during a Monday Night Eagles win back in 2018. So I was like, oh man, this is a lot. That's a day. Uh, it's truly absurd. You still stream your sports, but I, for the fact that it came out, Z-O-E for the code is pretty wild. So it was worth it last night. It was worth it last night. All right, get on a plane. Uh, we'll be back later in the week. We'll figure it out. Uh, if we're not back before Thanksgiving, we'll try to be. But if we're not, everyone have a wonderful, a wonderful and happy Thanksgiving. Yes. We'll be back later in the week uh, with some predictions. And, of course, uh, Saturday back together at Parks Casino. Elliot, have a safe flight home, buddy. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. Yes. Chiefs. Thank goodness. Needed it. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you later. Until then, he's Adam James.